For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and thanks very much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Irish NRL Show. Episode 21, week 24, we can start a little bit late, but as always, myself and Natash here, recanting the weekend this was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a bit slow today now. I had a, a heavy weekend, so for bear our, with me. For our international listeners wondering, well, he's probably found out earlier this week in the morning, yeah. why you're rough. It's hey. a bank holiday. It was a bank holiday here in Ireland, so. Look, without much further ado, let's get into the crux of the power rankings. We actually struggled for the first time in a long time on this, now to be fair. I'm gonna, I think what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna give you one and two, and then I wanna give you the bottom three, because those seem to be the, the positions just aren't changing. So one and two, obviously, is Penrith and Brisbane, and not a lot is gonna change unless they play each other down the stretch, and I yeah, don't I think don't they do. No. But I do think Brisbane has another buy to come, so I think they'll actually end up jumping Penrith on the standings as far as I know where yeah Brisbane two boys Penrith three with 11 points uh, bottom three as you're probably all too familiar at this stage is West and we have the doggies at 16th and the same after they were four more competition points than the Dragons so we may need to reevaluate that but for the time being West's at 17 doggies at 16 and the Dragons at 15 and we will reevaluate that next week so I'm going to start in all fairness like, there's not much difference Four points is a big difference. Yeah. It's a big swing, but do and they both play the same amount of boys, so mm. the, the, the doggies do have two more wins. Look, we we'll reevaluate next week. Probably probably completely forget about it. Yeah. Um the the one change well sorry to talk us, but the, the change we've gone is obviously Warriors up a spot. Yeah, um, that's facing the storm getting bet. Uh, it's also reflective of the low table as well. Mm. Um they're both level on, on points and because of the body the Warriors will dip fifth is the Raiders but sixth we feel it's time for the Knights uh, five in the trot they had to to bounce up and we had them I think last week madly enough still outside mm. I judge us a little bit 
Yeah, just a tiny bit. Yeah. It wasn't the bassinist or anything. It was yeah, no, maybe maybe just the, the sheet I have here is from a few weeks ago. Yeah, but, the uh, disliking you have for the <laughs> nights. Yeah. Um, in seventh, we have the Sharkies, who, look, I was I had ironed on they were going to fall out of the eight and never be seen again. But turn things around the weekend, um, which we'll get to later on in the show. And in eighth, clinging on by the fingernails, we have the Buns. In ninth, perennial ninth, is the Cowboys. Um, and then it gets then you really start to notice the log jam where a weekend just changes everything for well, you so. say, like the, the league is so tight this year like it's absolutely. just one win will, will throw you up absolutely there's a, there's a phenomenal kind of arc on code force that I use and they have all the permutations for the last four rounds yeah and it's just so hard <laughs> yeah that they, even <laughs> like a huge factor in all this is I think the Cowboys play Penrith the last game of the season they have a boy with only three games left oh right so they're guaranteed two points and then and then they're going to play Penrith the Penrith rest who, of players who could be resting rest of players, players. with a premiership um, under the bike yeah um, so look it's uh, it's very interesting but uh, yeah sorry and then we para at 10th Titans 11th Manly at 12th um, the Roosters do Jump move up, up slightly and very unfortunate because they definitely played them well but the Dolphins are dropping down to 14th um, and it's just unfortunate for the Dolphins the way they played bring Johnny the brand of rugby like to watch but it just I think results are the mainstay in this power ranking I think they were kind of um, they were um, everyone's second team kind of yeah this season yeah. so yeah but without much further ado the uh, the main crux of the show as always is four tackle so I'm going to kick us off as I'm an egomaniac I like to send them over I like it Kevy has boldly claimed <laughs> that Haas will re-sign before the finals, making him the, brickest, the richest Bronco in history. Now, this point was thrown out last night. Is that way the, and uh, what you call, like, you know, the way money gets bigger as time goes on? I don't know. <laughs> it's it's over three years. He's going to be 1.1 million basically a year. But the talk this morning, so I should have pointed out late, late last night, Either had a more wholesome bank holiday Sunday yeah. than the dash. And the talk this morning is that Payne Haas is considering rejecting this deal. <laughs> so, I mean, it further accentuates my point. Like, I just don't think this bloke is ever going to be happy. No. He wanted to be a million dollar man. They've never made him an offer for a million dollar man. When he got booed last season, he wanted to stay and win comps no matter what. They're arguably in the best position they've ever been. And now, on t- the further cherry on top is he's, he's been thrown this incredible deal. At what point should the Broncos just say, do you know what? The only thing about it is, like, as you say, like, the Broncos are playing probably arguably the best rugby since I was a kid. Like, since the Bennett years. Since, yeah, since the Bennett years, exactly. Like, since they were the, the glamour team of the, of the NRL. But, like, if you look, if he's not going to Penrith, that's... <laughs> Like where's like he's only going for money then? Yeah, and then the argument too is he's getting the money. Yeah. He's, in he's, a position, he's in a position yeah. with a comp, and and a one a one point one million is a lot more in, in Queensland than it is in Sydney. Yeah, definitely. So, I just don't get whether this bloke is just constantly going to be unhappy. Yeah. And there's an element too of like the club has to be more important than any player. Oh, definitely. And you're kind of rewarding. I'd be here. They're sort of in a sticky situation as well with letting 
Theodore Parker och Tim Dalton det var som en precis som Tom Spegler. Tom Spegler. Like I think they shot themselves in the foot but would let him go with this sort of over their head as well. Like I think if you had Haas contract like sold up and then Spegler maybe that's the business to do. But the fact that they let him go and he's playing really good rugby for them. Yeah. That he's he's a he's a state of origin prop. <laughs> Like a winning state of origin prop, like so Haas is not <laughs> if you think about it. But uh, yeah, I think they they shot themselves in the front, but that sort of business is scary, scary. Like where does the money stop? Yeah, and and ultimately when do you stop bowing down to player led pressure? Mm. Well I think it's I think it's every year with Haas something's come up with the contracts and stuff like that. And it's I think it's agent led pressure as well a little bit I think there's always seems to be some agents that always look for more and more and more yeah and it just seems like if you were a team on the out looking in would you want this disruption in your club in two years time and I really like you look at that spine I know they've, they've got Reese Walsh up there the full back of the future but outside of him you've a league average half an every man look don't get me wrong he's good we, we, we talked enough about how serviceable he is, but but Adam Reynolds due to retire in the next year or two. How many could argue be better spent? Well, you you have to go look for a hooker and you have to look for a halfback. Mm. Like that's what's missing yeah. in it. Like they're missing a halfback. Oh, a hooker like and a, and a like a, a really good hooker like. Mm. But yeah, no, I don't think the money is. Yeah, they're in the, they're under serious amount of pressure with the two props. Like so, move on. Boom. So. My one then. So, what's the chances that the Roosters make the top eight? So, with their victory over the Manly Seagulls there at the weekend, 26, was it 26 to 6, they move up to 13, but they're two points out of yeah, top I, eight. I think they're on 24, and the, the I think. I actually have them as, as 12th. Oh, 12th, sorry. Um, yeah, look, I look at this when you said it through. They're, they're, they're technically alive. Um, and the, to be fair the draw isn't impossible either no. but they're going to need to win out and basically hope other results go their way their run home is Dolphins at Allianz yeah. Eels at Combank West Tigers at Allianz that last game will be it and no. South Sydney at Acor Stadium I think that's going to be quite a I I actually have them going to two for two two out of two I have them beating the Dolphins just Everyone's kind of going against them. I think they'll lose the Eels at Combank, beat the Wests, and I think they'll probably lose to South Sydney because they're they're in desperation mode as well. And then like have I think if with how it works out, they will finish twelfth, and they probably deserve that. They've won nine and lost eleven this season. Yeah, you have to get to thirteen or fourteen, don't you, to, yeah. to really stamp yourself in that top. Yeah, eight. It's it's unfortunate the way the season played out like because there's glimpses of a really good team like argued at the beginning they weren't the tip team to mm. outside Penrith like a lot of a lot of pundits and stuff were tipping roosters but it just never really clicked did it you just wonder was that kind of lazy journalism like yeah like the perennial challenges it's kind of like like the NFL is kind of a few weeks away so it's kind of like tipping Maybe not the same, but it's kind of like tipping Kansas. Like it's like the Bronco, uh, like the Broncos arguably came out in order this year. Yeah, um, I think sometimes it gets lost there. Um, 
owned it for following and they issued it kind of always yeah favoured tipping wise uh, regardless of who they have they just have a massive fan base like and there's a lot of push up that way for that. a lot of pundits as well yeah, yeah. a lot of their pundits ex players like that are the as we say the Broncos faithful like yeah look we discussed the, the, the negative aspect of that for the Broncos but yeah. I just think yeah no but like they did like and I suppose they came from nowhere because of the end of the season they had last year yeah but if if you just looked at the start of the season you wouldn't blast them coming from nowhere it was just a mm. incredible yeah. collapse I suppose is the I suppose is the uh, the crux of that one um, uh, so you're saying that they're going to finish they're going to go one more up they're in 13 did you say or 12 or 12 they're going to stay 12 stay 12 I just think I think they'll win 3 and push south at the end I think I think they'll have enough for Parra at home I don't think Parra are tracking well at all I, I have them like 2 wins and 2 losses I can I can see them beating Dolphins I can see them beating I can see them beating all those 4 teams but I can't see them winning 4 out mm. just the way things have gone and there's too many Interchangeables like the Dolphins just they could beat anyone. Yeah, that's the thing. Well, bar the top two sides, but yeah. they could they could beat anyone. Um but speaking of winning out and a side we touched on there, um the Rabbitohs. I suppose a loss, a sizable ban for Burgess, and an injury to Joy Arrow. It's not gonna be too long he's gonna be out, but because it is back spasms, they can't rush him back. Yeah. Um and they've now dropped to eighth. Are we watching the Bunnies drop out? Funny, bear in mind, they had a win last weekend over the West Tigers. I think that's kind of masked how far they've come, they've, they've mm-hmm. fallen. Um, they are, what, they've, they're 11 wins and 10 losses. Um, you look at their run home, they have the Dragons, the Knights, a bye, and then the Roosters away call Fabian. Yeah, it's not good, like. It's not, like, they beat the Dragons, they get the points from the bye, but... I think I look I think the match versus the Roosters is going to be more important for the I think the Knights is going to be a massive game for them I can see them losing easy yeah um, like in, and as you say like it, like it, I know the buy that's arguably two points that would be 28 like, like they're going to get through the Dragons yeah. you hope <laughs> as you say but we all should think that they're going to get through the Dragons then you get to the Knights and Knights if they if they go another game like if they go six in the bounce who'd want to fucking play a team that's on six in the bounce then? and it's, it's, it's up in McDonald Jones Stadium yeah. as well um, I'll get to the Knights later but like their run home is exceptional they have three home games the next three games are all at home and then they finish with the Dragons at Nest Drugie Stadium Jeez. I think they're ironed them they have the Bulldogs at home top four <laughs> the, the Bulldogs at McDonald Jones Stadium the Rabbitohs at McDonald Jones Stadium and then the Sharks at McDonald Jones Stadium and they finish with the Dragons at National Geographic Stadium, at which point half that squad will either be in contract talks elsewhere or in Bali. <laughs> um, but for the the bunnies, I just I I think we kind of always assume like there's enough talent there. As soon as they get over the origin window, as soon as they get the trail back, they're just gonna snap out of this. But, but they haven't they it's have, all come back and they yeah. haven't. Uh, I know the coach came out and sort of pointed to the to the players like very much in his in his team talk like so I wonder how they'll take that like and he's not afraid to to drop his sword like as you say or pull the fucking mm, yeah. the yoke like he's done it before like you you seen it with uh, Lamb last year was it? Oh, Lachlan Lachlan sorry that he, he pulled him off of a game twenty minutes gone like 
he's not afraid and he he sort of barked at fucking the trial that he needs him to come yeah. to the games like so I don't think uh, I think this week like the training will be intense I think coming into this if they don't fucking pull their socks up like they will be out of it and that and ultimately they, they could get a win at the weekend and, and be back still, into it be st- but you still don't know because it's the Dragons mm. Um yeah, like the dragons are tipping away there. They're coming a little bit better. Like they're 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 dragging teams to fucking results. Like, but uh, as you say, it's the dragons though. <laughs> they could yeah. play down. But yeah, but it's kind of like that West result. If they win, do we do we really know? Yeah, yeah. I think now the bunnies are in serious pressure. I think it's their backs against the wall. If they come out of this, like they have to fucking. I think this week it's put a result and put a, a stamp down that year. They're back. Yeah. Talking about someone who is back, uh, Ryan Pepperhouse played 40 minutes at the weekend uh, for their Queensland Cup side, is it the Sunshine Coast Falcons? Yeah. Uh, he hasn't played a game since, was it mid July last year yeah. after? I think it's Jack Whiten. 384. Aggressively days. took out his knee. Don't remember that aggressive. Now, ask me <laughs> at the end of the season when he's officially a bunny, I would say it was a ripper tackle. But what was interesting though, I don't know if you've seen this, the game was streamed on the Queensland Rugby News website and it crashed. Oh, with the news. Because that many people are trying to view it, yeah. Jeez. So a lot of people around the league are interested to see uh, how Flack now, from what I've read, Bellamy's not too keen to rush him back. Like, he's no, happy no. to give him another two or three yeah, weeks. Um, well, look, at least get a, a full game with. Uh, I think it is Sun, the sun. Yeah, sunshine sun, 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 so I will try in the American that will do. He was originally uh, set to return on round one, but it was pushed back for twenty four rounds. Like so, but there was such a massive injury. Like if you look at the X rays and stuff mm. like that, and they sort of came out with the media spinning, and mm. so did this little back from rehab documentary. Mm. You love to see. I think <laughs> I think we all enjoy behind the scenes media. And the storm seemed to get a little bit better, like with some of the videos from last year, with like the cheese and stuff, mm. putting rocks in Bellamy's bag, like and stuff like that. Yeah. I think they're one of the better ones for doing it, like. But uh, it's great to see a player his caliber trying to get back after such a horrendous injury, like. Yeah, um, he's he's gonna be key for the storm. He's a massive in for the storm, yeah. like coming into this. It probably suits them better than him coming back around one, like I think. Absolutely, <laughs> like, um, you have. Like Meany, Nick Meany wouldn't have had the chances. And and we we and you wouldn't have probably unerited uh, yeah, Warbrook. Warbrook, Warbrook. Yeah. Um, and look, we 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 talked last week about Hughes kind of taking the game to the next level. And you got to think of an element of that is the absence of Brian Pappenhausen. Yeah. So now with him back, are they potentially stronger? Because look, they played Penrith in the weekend and they were nowhere near. They're sitting third and they were nowhere near them, which is a massive in like it's a massive insight into what the how they are tracking as well, like what yeah. they have. Um but look, yeah. No, it's massive, yeah. It's great to see him back and, and as you say, 
if you think it's a feat <laughs> just look at the x-rays and see how much of a miracle yeah. this is for a player of the caliber of Um well look I suppose segueing nicely is obviously the Storm's opponents in the weekend so like look I, I suppose I pose this question to you maybe it is kind of like success bias how dominant they've been the last four years but we probably haven't given Penrith enough credit this, this year like given the depth of talent that left the depth of talent that's always going to leave again this year they just seem to be a machine and it's just I don't know if there's any night there that can topple them we talk about the Broncos ad nauseum they seem to pop up every week because they're kind of a new challenge unexpected like we didn't yeah. think they were going to do this like and and they're sort of the flash team like they're the flash team they, they dominate the headlines yeah 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 it's uh, yeah it's, it's, it's like if United are in the title challenge it's just they dominate the headlines but I suppose like do we legitimately see a side it's a horrible thing to admit four weeks out from the end of the mm. regular season but do we think there is a side that can actually beat teams when, when crunch comes to show because I'm not convinced I, we've seen the storm I know Papanoid's come back it's great but there's still there's nobody really showing that hard edge when it comes to like a tough game like no. if you think of the Penrith pack you think any of them yeah. guys are going to step back from a, a challenge no like they will like like you, like you think like the two props like uh, Moses and uh, Fish Fish they will fucking love it and then you have Leola coming off the bench which is ridiculous like they're, they're fucking animals and then like he got slayed in origin but um for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need plus you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, definitely. Like, the system doesn't work if he's not on. Yeah. Um, it just it, it just probably doesn't transfer anywhere else. No. Um, but I just I, I just don't see how they can be stopped. And like, like he put look, the pass on. Was it? Was it the one that swung around? I think it was the second try for. Uh, what's the wing up? Marco. Uh, yeah. But he put that. He missed. He missed three players like with mm. his pass. Like he was out in like where you're fucking six or seven should be, mm. and he put a zip of a fucking pass to out the tackle like if the game in space. Like. Yeah, I just. It, it's it's. It kind of probably annoys me at times. We don't talk about them as much as as we probably should, um. But I think it's maybe fatigue, um. I haven't talked about them so much over the last few years, but. But it's like it's like any sport really. If you have a real dominant team, they don't get the headlines or the no. 
sort of accolades that they should get because people take it for granted and after a while no how good uh, they are like yeah. if you actually sat and watched them in detail and how good they are and how good Cleary is controlling the game and I think it's just ridiculous like. until until it breaks up yeah until <laughs> the, the Fab Five become yeah. <laughs> until they're no more um, or they're in a rebuild we won't fully appreciate how good Ken Palace are probably are over a four or five year stretch probably the best club we've seen and that includes the cheating Melbourne Storm years mm. um, so yeah, yeah. Well, no. I did the same as you I put this Billy Slayer future all but confirmed but yeah she came out today and said that he hasn't signed a contract with the Queensland yet <laughs> so speculation was that he signed for next year and was all but signed up for 2025 then again but uh, Ben Eichen has come out and uh, said that he's taking time on his future to uh, to make the decision. So I think there's a few things in this. That I think I think it suits the way he's a young family. He's happened. arguably recently retired. Yeah. So like it's it's going from a hundred percent commitment to say like twenty five of the commitment that he was expected as a player do you get me yeah so there's more time for family stuff in the role he's doing like and uh, I think then the other t- decision is the Melbourne f- factor in this that I I honestly think that they are waiting for uh, Craig Bellamy to make a decision and Slayer to take up the mantle up down there I, it I, just I, makes sense it makes yeah. too much sense and like sometimes we're quick to give an ex-player a job yeah because he's an ex-player he's Definitely, professional yeah. but it just seems to fit you, like you look at how he's handled himself throughout the whole origin but you, like and I think it's it's been lost and when he took over this was supposed to be the worst Queensland side of all time yeah they won the series and he but definitely he, has built even the fate he puts in young players like same built the team for the next decade and oh, even you look at players like uh, but he just gets Queensland as well the way or he gets State of Origin the way it's like State State May and May like, and it's do or die it's three games do or die yeah. and he just gets that and you can see in the performance of the Queensland players how much they want to play for their state and him and mm. like it's 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 a real asset to have that sort of like he just gets fucking Queensland but uh, hopefully now because now on the other side New South Wales have been dead quiet over Fiddler and yeah, there's, talk, there's talk of that decision I, like we discussed at the time that decision is not going to be made until October they were saying yeah. um, either way now I think they should move off of him but I um, think he, he, he like I know he's three from three or three from six so he's three wins three losses but the last two years it shows that he doesn't know how to manage his bench the last year show he doesn't know how to manage <laughs> um, i be brutally honest when you look at what he did to Nico yeah. you look at what he's done to other players he just doesn't seem to be he seems to make erratic decisions when he's under pressure which yeah. is not a great sign no no just uh, keep the fit and like stick to your decisions Mary and like ultimately you're given this job because you're supposed to be the best decision maker available yeah when it comes to coaching so yeah, no, I, I, I think it's time to move off Fridays because I think this this will be this could run for a little bit, like it'd be like October time. I think I think it could run till the end of the summer. This decision, and I think they're in no panic. I think 
Billy knows what he wants to do and he's a fairly square headed brother very calm very cool very collect um, so yeah look I suppose this is the probably the obvious question that we danced around uh, through the open exchanges but uh, look four rounds left pin your top eight and more importantly pin your top four <laughs> so one Penrith brave two uh, Broncos <laughs> three I think the Warriors are going to last the run in I think they don't look like they're slowing down uh, and then four I think is either going to be the Knights or 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 or, or I think the Knights or the Raiders might come back into it. I'm going to preface that by saying the Raiders are going to finish sixth. Oh. As the run home is Storm and Amy Park this weekend. Bulldogs at GAO Stadium. Broncos at GAO Stadium. And the Sharks at Points Bet Stadium. That's oh. a brutal run. Um, so I, I think that, look, and they barely scraped past the West this weekend. Who's <laughs> um, yours then? So my top four is Panthers Broncos it's eating away at me when I'm saying this because I, I I would have said they'd fallen off but no I'd, I'd say Warriors look at the run home it's West Seagulls Dragons and Dolphins the Waikato Go Media Stadium is you see the three games but three games at home one is in Waikato as opposed to Go Media Stadium and then the final game is Dolphins at Suncorp Stadium who would probably trip across the finish line to be fair to them and then Storm and then the rest of my eight is I think the Sharks are going to have a bit of a bounce back and finish fifth probably recency bias Raiders in sixth and then I'm going to go Knights are going to stay where they are in seventh and where they eight Bunnies you think the Bunnies are going to last I think they'll hold off I think they'll hold off I think the bye and beating the Dragons the weekend will see them home but they'll lose them um, well, they might be the Roosters because the Roosters might be able to play for. That's my eight. I can remember last Christmas too. I said to say, yeah. So I I put Storm in at five, Raiders and Storm. So it could be either one of them. So Storm in at five, the Sharks six, Knights seven, and I think. Drop the bunnies out. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not the worst take I've ever heard come from you. No. But as you say, like the Rabbitohs, Eels, and Cowboys are on the same points. Like it's just whatever the, the fucking scoring difference is keeping them out of the top eight. Uh, all the pressure's on the, on the Rabbitohs because, as you say, like they're Sydney club, like they're going to be fucking under the microscope coming into this. I think the Cowboys can go to business up there. I'm not saying they'll win, but a very early prediction from up in the bottom half gonna make the final this year I don't you think the Roosters <laughs> I mean the bottom half of the eight the bottom half of the eight make the top four yeah we'll make the final alright oh, yeah mm. well, yeah. just given how tight it's been yeah okay so last one then is uh, Justin Holbrook a new role was confirmed there during the week I think he's signing with Sydney Roosters and an assistant coach under uh, uh, Trent Robinson he signed on for three year contract which is big enough now I thought maybe two year because ambitions to be an NRL coach where the way the Roosters are sort of 
they're like the storm with their assistant coaches mm. they all seem to leave after a year year and a half like so I think a three year contract is a bit much for, for an assistant coach in the NRL I think I think there's that much opportunity out there for, for good top end coaches and I think he is a top end coach I think he was doing great stuff and it was four years he's coming on four years with the Titans and three years with with uh, St. Helens mm. and I think when he first came to St. Helens they weren't going well no they were in a bit of a lull yeah. they were a perennial challenger but they were in a bit of a lull yeah and he went on and won the league and I think the Challenge Cup with them and I think this year you could see his four year plan coming to fruition with the Titans he had that young spine in and he had arguably the second best prop in the fucking competition and then one of the, the most elusive fucking uh, edge runners that you ever had that he, he's actually starting to play the way he should play and it just it was a bit of a disappointment for, for him to get the sack but I think he'd do well under the Roosters what do you think as well? I think so I think that the Roosters the bigger job of this is it's less about Justin Holbrook and it's more about the Roosters probably clearing out some of the backroom staff mm. and there have been like murmurs that they weren't doing the job they were kind of it was too kind of pally old pally. boys club yeah, pally yeah. pally and I think it's a, it's a good move for the Roosters I think he's going to bring in I don't, like I, I don't think this is a move that puts Trent Robinson under pressure no I don't think I think Trent Robinson is sort of a, a coach that is well assured of his mm. position in a club and mm. he doesn't seem to be even this year like like there's no talk of any because he actually has the CEO like there what's him he, he he's the back man if, if you were starting a club in the morning yeah pick your coach it's it's arguably Bennett and Bell, Bellamy and then it's yeah. Robinson oh definitely yeah um, Three, yeah. like maybe it's unfair that Cleary gets no credit but the only sample size we have is his job at Penrith because we know what he did at West yeah so I think it's fair to say mm, it wasn't a good league <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, no I just think it's great for him to still stay in the NRL but not to have as much I think it's people think of it a step backwards but I think the pressure of a, a, a top NRL coach is massive so if for you to stay in the position but yet just have a a buffer yeah you just put someone else in front of you to take the fucking shots I think it's it's much more enjoyable I know ambition and stuff like that are, are a hard thing to fucking fathom but I think if for sort of the storm and the way it happened up in Titans I think this position and this role is is yeah breeder step forward and keep paying the wages and Look, ultimately that could be what he actually loves about the job he's getting to do more of so. well yeah I think he's more of a coach and a manager yeah. personally I think yeah. he, he's, he's a great way about him right the, the round 24 matchups so look as, as we've said it is getting the crunch time um, teams on the boy obviously the Cowboys on a boy this week first fixture is Thursday the 10th of August 10.50 Irish time Four Pines Park Sydney or Brookie if you've got any class about you <laughs> Uh, Panthers versus the Seagulls. Uh, I'll give you the bet and then you'll know. <laughs> Panthers open up at a dollar eight, and the Seagulls open up at eight dollars. Terms of the last two fixtures, uh, I suppose round six, Panthers overcame the Seagulls forty four twelve, and in round one of twenty twenty two, they didn't play this role once in the regular season last year. Uh, the Panthers won twenty eight six. It's very difficult to predict the ending, but. Comprehensive Penrith win. I think so as well. I think there's nothing but a Penrith win in this one. Uh, first game down on Friday is 9, 9, 9 a.m. 
at uh, point bet dead in Sydney. The Sharks took on the Titans. Sharks were sitting in sixth, and Titans on thirteen. Uh, the Sharks opened up uh, one dollar forty one favorite to two dollars ninety three for the Titans. Uh, same pack again. Previous meeting this. Oh no, they haven't met this year at all. So be interesting to see. But I think uh, the Sharks took the victory the last two ones there last year. So I think this is a big win for Sharks if they can get it. But don't be surprised if the Titan upset. Um, yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, we need to see more from the Sharks. Like, it was yeah. it, like that bunny's result could very easily have just been a blip. Yeah, exactly. Um, next up, the final game on Friday, 11 o'clock. Friday, the 11th. Jesus, you threw things at me. Yeah, Jesus, they're the good, the good headphones. Uh, <laughs> production quality on this episode is top notch. Uh, yeah, look, Broncos, Eels. Eels open up at three dollars fifty. Broncos open up at a dollar thirty-one. What I would say about this fixture is the Eels can be a bit of a bogey side for the Broncos. They played earlier in the year round eight. Broncos overcame the Eels 26-16. But if you catch right back to this time last year, round 24-2022, this was like the one of the nails in the coffin. The Eels trans the Broncos 53-6. That was that was like a fucking. It's over. The coffin on that it. was it. It's over, yeah. boys. It's over. So look, I, now look. They're two wildly different teams this year. We predicted a Broncos collapse. It never came, and Parramatta are just nowhere near the grand finals they were last year. So I still predict the Broncos to win, but I wouldn't be shocked if it was a free key goal in this one. Put it that way. Yeah, definitely. Oh. Yeah, I think you're right. I've got the Broncos for the win, but as you say, the Eels are bogey team. Uh, first game then Saturday at 6, uh, 6 a.m. Barlow Park Cairns Think about it that way. Uh, Rabbitohs take on the Dragons. Rabbitohs on eight, uh, eight in the reeds. Uh, Dragons on sixteen. Rabbitohs open up a dollar ten to the Dragons seven dollars. <laughs> Not great odds there. Uh, previous meetings, uh, the Dragon actually bet the Rabbitohs thirty six thirty there in the tenth of June. So the, I think <laughs> they've fallen by the wayside since then. Uh, I just think that the Rabbitohs, this means a lot coming in like before. I know they have a bye, but like the next three games for the Rabbitohs are massive. So I expect the Rabbitohs to come out and put on the performance. I think 10 points or, or even 12 points to the, the Rabbitohs will finish. Yeah, I think if it's only 10 or 12, I think we still would have those lingering questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is the quality of the opposition. Say, yeah, performance. I need a performance out of them. Yeah. Um, next up on Saturday uh, half 8 you have the Wests facing off against the Warriors that game is taking place in FMG Stadium Waikato um, this is a home game for the Tigers they brought it to New Zealand did they? they must have yeah strange um, strange decision but ultimately, <laughs> I don't matter. think they knew yeah. that the Warriors would be tracking in third from yeah. the position when I, they I did. don't think it's going to matter they give it back to the Warriors yeah, after last I think year. you could play this game on the moon <laughs> And I think the Warriors, as I said, yeah, the Warriors open up at dollar seventeen. The Tigers, five dollars and ten. Which, yeah, look, rightly so. The Wets have a better chance against the Warriors than Manly do against Penrith. Shows you how dominant uh, Penrith are. Believe it or not, sides haven't played this year. Played twice last year. Warriors victorious on both occasions. I don't think the results in those games can factor into this game because the Warriors improved so much. Yeah, Wets have, have uh, obviously still where they are. Um, just lo- I'm just looking at the stats win percentage this season Warriors 65% yeah. more than respectable Wests 15% <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, not great. Yeah, moving on. Yeah. Uh, so the last game then on Saturday is at 10.35 at Allianz Stadium in Sydney. The Roosters take on the Dolphins. Uh, Roosters in 12th, Dolphins in 14th. Uh, Roosters open up at $1.32 to the Dolphins $3.40 uh, after the win last week. The last meeting this year, the, the Dolphins, oh, it was the first game of the season, wasn't it? Mm. The Dolphins bet the Roosters 28-10, to 10, uh, which is not good looking for them. Uh, which we just thought was a blip. Yeah. Now, the Dolphins are on a three-game three, three game losing streak, whereas the Roosters are two wins and one loss in the last three. So, as we were saying, if the Roosters need... This is the game they have to win to, to even get a sniff of uh, getting into the top eight position. I think every game is important, and I think the Roosters will come out and, and probably, as you say, it's it's like the the Rabbitohs. If they don't put on a performance, we're still going to have questions next yeah. week. Um, set the alarm clocks. Don't. 5am Sunday the 30th of August I think Sammy's going to be doing deadlifts on Sunday morning Um uh, his deadlifts well look look it's a fixture that Raiders fans always get a little bit emotional about um, but Raiders at Storm up in Amy Park Storm open up at $1.29 Raiders open up at $3.63 you could be rational like uh, my colleague here Tash, or you could look at the last two matches played um, which Raiders won both of Finals week one last year, 28-20. And then in round 18, the Raiders overcame Storm down in Amy Park, 20 points to 16. Both those games played in Amy Park. Amy Park and the Raiders, we are a hoodoo side. And you know what? I'm nothing but biased. Raiders by four. <laughs> I think Storm by 12. Okay. And then okay. the last game then at the weekend is Sunday, uh, 5 past 7 at McDonald Jones Stadium up in Newcastle. Newcastle take on the Bulldogs. Newcastle are sitting in 17th. Or 7th, sorry. Bulldogs in 15th. They open up a dollar 23 to the Bulldogs. $4.20. Um, previous meetings then. Nice bet to show you the Bulldogs. Yeah, I think it was 66-0. Last one. So I think with the way the Knights are tracking, they're on the bounce. They're 5 from 5. like Whereas mm. the Bulldogs. Now the Bulldogs are... Two from three or two from five, like which is not too bad for a team that's sitting at the bottom. Did uh, you think? Well, now the last one was Dolphins twenty three two or twenty two, like, yeah. and the Rabbitohs was the last thirty six thirty two, like so. But I would say since but since forty four forty four points being put on in between them, yeah. yeah, so it's a massive. I just think the Knights are tracking too well to make this even a contest. I think sure. the Knights have put on twenty points on teams. I tend to concur, um, but look. That has been all from the guys. That's me done too. Thank you and good night. Good luck. Eight minutes to go. Eight points all. Played to Kiri. He's down the left. Short pass Mitchell. Beautiful pass to Tupo. Into the backfield. Gives it to the For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, 
you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.